You're listening to Mountain West Voices. I'm Clay Scott. Central Montana is a windy place. North of Harleton, the wind averages around 16 miles an hour, which is why the Judith Gap Wind Farm is located there. Driving south on Highway 191, between the Big Snowy and Little Snowy Mountains, you pass nearly a hundred wind towers spread over hundreds of acres of rolling wheat fields where herds of antelope graze. The towers are 262 feet high, and their giant blades are nearly always in motion. When Mandy and Ian Reed bought a piece of land north of Harleton and decided to build a house here, they knew it was windy, but they didn't consider that a detriment. We built this house from the ground up, so when we bought it, it was just a lot, and um, running power was ridiculously expensive when we were building, and we just liked the idea of living, of being off-grid. We just liked the idea of that independence and that sustainability, and it was so feasible right here. The Reed property straddles a low ridge, looking down on the Muscleshell Valley and the Crazy Mountains beyond. When they bought the place, the nearest power was more than a quarter mile away. We kind of weighed out the pros and cons, and it actually came down to, we put our system together cheaper than the cost of actually bringing power to the house. That's Ian Reed. Well, you've already made money then, because then it, you know, it costs you less than getting it here, and now everything you generate after that's free. The Reeds built their hilltop house almost entirely on their own, and they took pains to make it as energy efficient as possible. Ian bought and installed a small wind turbine and set up a battery bank. For several years, the turbine generated more than enough power for Mandy and Ian and their two kids. Then, a couple of years ago, the Reeds decided to take advantage of low interest rates to refinance their house. We couldn't get a traditional mortgage and be off-grid. That It was a requirement that it had to be grid-tied. And so we really battled that, tried to go through every loophole we could find to figure out a way to do it, and ended up not being able to. Becoming grid-tied meant excavating a trench nearly half a mile long across the property. Ian did the digging himself, but having the power cable laid still cost more than $15,000. Even with that, Ian says they came out ahead. I'm probably very realistic. I will weigh weigh the cost one way, weigh the cost the other. You can build a system that'll run anything, but is it truly more efficient? I mean, you could spend $50,000 in solar components, wind components, and you could run any size house you want to. It would take you a lifetime of power bills to actually pay for what you invested. Since the reeds have been tied to the grid, their power bills have only averaged around $25 a month. The lesson, says Ian, is that a well-built house and energy efficiency are key. But for Mandy, looking out her window at the wind tower lying on its side while the laundry flaps wildly on the clothesline, the equation is not that simple. You hear on the news and you hear people talking about being more sustainable and, you know, we're just facing all of the the coal power issues. And so we actually did what we say we all need to do, and then we were forced to then undo it, and that is frustrating. So I don't look at it as being over, I just look at it as not being what we're doing at the moment. There's a piece of me that it's still pulling at that, oh, I wish we were off-grid. But I'm really glad that we did do it when we did because um, we proved that it's totally doable and that it's completely feasible and it was completely possible.
You've been listening to Mountain West Voices. Our series is produced in association with the O'Connor Center for the Rocky Mountain West, a regional studies and public education program of the University of Montana. Additional support is provided by the Greater Montana Foundation. To listen to and download more stories from around the Rocky Mountain West, go to mountainwestnews.org. I'm Clay Scott.